Hello and welcome everybody to today's News Tonight episode 118. This is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner, along with our very, very special guest, Derek Van Dyke, longtime producer for the Super Deluxe Gamescast. Derek, <laughs> other Derek, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. We're going to have to figure out a way around the multiple Derek situation, so we'll, we'll figure it out. You were saying sure, that I, some not folks met call too you many DVD, other Derek's. <laughs> yes, a lot of people call me DVD in general. Uh, that's in okay. formal and in in casual settings, and especially when there's someone who has a phonetically similar name. So we can we can just <laughs> stick to that if it makes life easier. I mean, gotcha, people constantly gotcha. spell okay. my name your way, but <laughs> likewise, back I've never had anyone spell my name my way on the nice. first try. So. Really? I always, I, I just assumed that Derek's with your spelling just had it easier because they no. always spell it that way when they talk to me. So. The Derek's curse. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I, 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 way. I can openly admit that I default to uh, the Bittner way of spelling Derek. It's, well, uh, to be I, fair. Yeah. I, I always <laughs> think it just CK sounds, I don't know, but now, now oh, that's going to be a new thing. <laughs> so I guess we'll go with DVD then if that works for you. Yeah, Absolutely. DVD. That's fine. Uh, you are not the first awesome person from the Super Deluxe Gamecast to be on the show. Our good friend John Phipps has actually been on the show twice already, and he is in the chat. Game Dad has entered the chat, and as you said, uh, DVD, that means we're in for a bad time, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Every time he's around. It's, <laughs> how, y'all have made some great mistakes. As an nice. SDGC insider, how bad would we hurt John's feelings if we invited you on two more times before we brought him on one more time? <laughs> um, so I could, I, I, I joke, I could easily joke about this and say you'd destroy him, but I actually think John would be delighted because he loves to see. Obviously, he's the person with the biggest following and the most visibility out of a lot of us, but he's constantly trying to get more of us out there in the world that SCGC is not the John show. It's not just about him. So he'd, he'd probably actually be delighted, but that's <laughs> yeah, only John, because I'm a good guy. But... Right. Right. That's, that's only because you're not wearing a, especially a yellow or orange adjacent beanie because yeah, I had no. the gall to wear a Parappa beanie on, on a, <laughs> the TNT. And, Do you see this white John patch of hair right here? I don't cover uh, this up with hats. Nice. Like that's too cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. It does. Um, it looks almost intentional. Honestly, it's like, Born with it. I got the rogue stripe all on my own. Wow. Nice. Well, we do have a couple of things to chat about before we get into the news. But before then, I do want to extend a special thank you to our sponsor for today's episode. We have a new TNT sponsor, Joseph Bayer. Uh, And in fact, there's no copy to read out. Joseph is just supporting us out of the kindness of his heart. Uh, So thank you so much, seriously, for for your support, Joseph, and for sponsoring the show. Uh, if you do change your mind and decide you want to have anything you want to plug or read out, we'll be happy to do it. But you're just supporting us out of the kindness yeah, of your heart. Just a spectacular human being. Who knew? Yeah, you are <laughs> awesome, man. So thank you so much for supporting TNT and for sponsoring today's episode. Um, with that said, Steve, you and I got a uh, some goodies in the mail that I would say particularly are, are perfect for you because of the branding. But our, our good friends at Wired Productions sent us a little something cool that we were going to show off on camera here uh, because the Falconeer uh, for Switch releases tomorrow. Ooh. And actually, for Switch and PS5 and, I guess, Xbox Series. And so we got a thing in the mail, and this is perfect, right? So oh yeah, it is a bucket of Kentucky Fried Falcon. 
Which uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh god, man. they killed Captain Falcon. Yeah. I feel I feel I'm like sure. someone at Wired understands my brand. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And there's some really cool stuff in here. There's of course the game. Uh you got the PS5 version. I got the Switch version. Uh and there's like a poster in here. Yeah. Uh, there's like some fun little I don't know. <laughs> a little K- KFC adjacent branding look, on trigger licking good. I do advise you not to to lick do not a lick trigger a on any on any electronic device, please. There's also got a, a certain kind of trigger uh, controller coming up. I yeah, got a flight helmet. Yeah, there's a flight helmet that doesn't fit me. My head's too big for this, but it's still really cool. I, I really yeah. want to put that on Kai. <laughs> oh, he'd be so cute. He'd be adorable. Uh, yeah, and so and there's a shirt in here. Yeah, uh, it looks like Steve's showing that off. Here we so, go. Thank you, Wired. Uh, if I can unfurl the damn thing. Yeah. There you go. Pretty neat shirt. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nice. Very cool stuff. Um, I do have to point out one thing that you didn't list that uh, is in mine, and I wonder if it's not in yours. I got some KFC-flavored potato crisps. Which... I didn't get those. Man, oh, they wow. do know my what? brand. They do. you got to break it open. You. That's yes, a personal I, you know gift. What? All right. We gotta... is, you got to do it. Hold on. So, so we have a couple folks from the UK in the chat, which uh, they probably are aware of this. I don't. I've never heard of Walkers. Uh, all right, but they don't smell like chicken. They just smell like potatoes. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. So this is potato chips. They, they look like uh, ruffles, yeah. like American ruffles. Uh-huh. Nothing crazy. But uh, uh-huh. Sci-Fi okay, Lullabies in the chat says Walkers is the goat. So probably good. Adam O'Sullivan says things. it's their version of Lay's. Exciting. They taste a lot like chicken. That is weird. Oh my god! Nice. That's so weird. <laughs> that is very odd. Extremely. Well, that wow. is perfectly on brand for you, and I, I hope that is a specific thing that was done for you, man. Because you, more than any of us, deserve chicken flavored chips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thank you to our good friends at Wired. That was that was an incredibly thoughtful press kit. I've never seen one like yes. it. Yeah. Really cool stuff, and of course, the Falconeer comes out for Switch and uh, and PS5. I think all all consoles tomorrow. Uh, it's an update. It's the Falconeer Warrior Edition, so it's like the updated mm. release of the Falconeer, and it comes out tomorrow on Switch, PS5, and I assume Xbox Series. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've like played it on Series, not not this new edition, but I know it was an Xbox Series launch title. Uh, so I'm curious what the you know I haven't taken a look at the new edition since we just got it, but we'll see. Right. Uh, so Steve, you and I yesterday reacted to the Street Fighter V Summer Update 2021 presentation <laughs> and that, that went entirely too long. It was like an hour and 15 minutes oh my and God. really could have been condensed to 30. Uh, Derek or, or DVD, have either of you kind of watched it or, or read up on what was announced or anything? The only things fighter? I've seen from it are Guile and Fortnite, which looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Candy, yeah. That, oh, and Cammy. I've not seen Cammy. I've only seen talk about Guile, and that's something when people are talking about Guile more than Cammy. So, because yeah. I don't even know what outfit they put Cammy in. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty much the the same outfit as before. She just has like black leggings under the leotard, kind of. Uh, so, yeah, okay. I honestly kind of dig it. I, I think it's yeah. A I good could outfit. work with that. I, I need to I need to look this up real quick. But in the yeah. meantime, it's... we also got uh, a brand new character uh, that has yes. never been. Um, uh, it's the first time uh, they've appeared. Um, uh, what's his name? Just Luke. Kyle. 
Luke, Luke. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's a white boy name. It looked it looked <laughs> yeah. pretty unremarkable, but his gameplay looks fun from what I saw of the trailer. Yeah, I did check it out. It does. Yeah. I like um, begrudgingly him into his moveset. Yeah, so, he looks like a blast to play. He's just such a weird character to be the final Street Fighter V character. You would think right. it would be something a little bit more hype-inducing well, on a concept the, level. The interesting thing that I've seen, because I, I know you both like Maximilian Dude. I don't know about DVD, but I know yep. Ash and Steve. Oh, have yeah, you seen yeah. his theory about uh, Luke? I have not, but I have my own, and I'd be surprised the, the, if we The don't Captain agree. Commando reference? Yeah, it's a cap, he's Captain wondering. Commando reference, because as okay. Capcom wanted, his moveset is very much like Capcom, Captain Commando. The way the fire goes in, if you look at Maximilian Dude's uh, reaction, or I think uh, just his Twitter, he has like the evidence there. Like they put the out the Captain Commando outfit on him and, and the star motifs, exact. and you know, I, like that's, this, that kind of works. But like, you could have just given me Captain Commando; it would have been a real cool cap off to the season. Is all I'm saying. But true. Oh, yeah. The the thing that drives I don't care so much about Luke being the final SF5 character because I'm kind of already checked out of Street Fighter Five. I care that it seems like they're hyping him up to be like the protagonist of Street Fighter Six because he's so boring looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and and did we need did we need another blonde haired white guy to be the main protagonist of a new Street Fighter game? That's I mean, the thing, right? It's mm. it, it's interesting that they're potentially giving us a look at a major Street Fighter Six character. They keep talking about how he expands the world of Street Fighter and is. A look at the future of the series. And I want to give a quick shout out. I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, but there was someone either in our live audience or our YouTube chat a couple of episodes ago that suggested that maybe they would show off a Street Fighter VI pro tag and, and reveal that as the final Street Fighter V character. And at the time, I think we were like, eh, probably Yeah, not. we were like, that nah, appears come on. <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, that makes, exactly like, what makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. It is weird that it so. took this long to get a an, like a modern MMA fighter into Street Fighter, like that just seems yeah. weird to me. Like I had to, I somebody said that, and I had to go back and look through the cast and realize, like, oh, that's literally just a style that pervasive as it is nowadays has not been in Street Fighter yet. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think the thing that really hurts, and I know it really hurt Steve particularly, is that we were talking about before the show how it just happened to <laughs> coincide with the twentieth anniversary of Capcom versus SNK2's uh, arcade release. And so we were thinking, oh, are we going to get Geo? Are we going to get Terry? Are we going to get someone from SNK? Don't hurt me. We got Luke. So, you know, I guess. I I agree with you, DVD. His his gameplay looks fun, but his design just leaves so much to to be desired. Akira's where all the hype is, to be fair. Like, that's what we think, too. And, like, why not? I mean, I guess if they're going to, if they're trying to advertise Street Fighter VI on the download, that's one thing. But I just feel like Akira would have been the perfect way to wrap up Street Fighter V with a hype rival school's character. This just felt so deflating to me. Just saying. Uh, Neoxen in the YouTube chat is saying that Abel was also an MMA fighter. Was he? I thought That's somebody true. pointed out that he was. No, no, he is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, well, it's one of those things. I I get it, but I think I'm very positive. Like, if people like the gameplay but not the design, let's be honest. They're going to do some redesigns for Street Fighter Six when the, when Luke shows yeah. up again. Yeah. 
It'll like, look a so little we might get something game. better. I'm sure there'll be a different art style or at least a sl- somewhat different art style. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious as to whether they're, they're going to continue evolving. Because, you know, 5 is kind of an evolution of 4s, even though it's stylized quite differently. And I'm wondering if they're going to continue on that path with 6 or if they're going to go with something completely different. Mm-hmm. I hope they do something different. I'm I know. so tired. I know you want like, to. Four, yeah. 4 was on the border of acceptable for me from an art style perspective. And then 5, I was just like, this is fucking ugly like i don't i I like street fighter but i don't like the look of this street fighter i just want them to go back to something that honestly feels a bit more cartoony like if you gave me a cel-shaded street fighter let arc system works just do the visuals for your street fighter game i would be over the moon like fighting games honestly like have never looked as good as they do in this day and age um and arc system works is really the only company that is putting out fighting games that i look at and i'm like wow like i want that based on how it looks alone and i wish capcom would just sit up and be like you know we're a japanese company too we could do the whole anime thing it'd be fine yeah <laughs> like leave the hyper realism <laughs> to mortal Kombat. i i'm okay with going there for that stuff hope um, for current capcom you know we'll we'll see but yeah you narukami dual sense edition in our live audience chat <laughs> i love these names man uh says that there was a cut of the street fighter 5 event that was 33 minutes and 33 seconds why could we have gotten that one to react to? That's that's the like, oops all so... subtitles version. Like they just <laughs> cut out the Twitch announcers. God, it was and and they're they're perfectly they're perfectly fine announcers. They're they're great, but man, they were just basically reacting to their own reactions at one point, and... <laughs> which we're now and... reacting to in a weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it it was it was a thing. We had we had a good time. It just went too long. Uh, but of course, we do have some news to get to today. But before that, we have a few super chats. Let's go right on through that. First, five dollars from Waffle King fourteen eighty saying, "I just bought a Gateway running XP. <laughs> Don't ask. I'll keep you all posted." With an I... errant period uh, in that last sentence, which makes me think maybe the Gateway running XP is already presenting a problem. I I want a DM about this Waffle King. I need to know why you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Waffle King, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Steve's report on on why you're doing this. <laughs> uh, next is uh, two pounds from Alan Wilkinson saying uh, in the voice of Roy Chubby Brown, Luke. Who the fuck is Luke? I apologize for not trying to do Roy's voice. I don't know who this man is or how what he sounds like, but. Yeah, Luke. Who the fuck's Luke? Uh, people are likening him to Jake Paul, which is really sad, but also oh no, kind of apt. Unfortunately, as as Joe like Sanchar says, generic white boy, and I think you said that too, DVD. So yeah, thank Don't you. Like that. Um, yeah, right. Thank you, Alan and uh, Matt Krenz with five Canadian dollars. What? Okay, with five Canadian dollars, saying guess I was right that the last DLC character was brand new and maybe the new main character, Keo from uh, King of Fighters would have been cooler. Matt, are you the one who made that suggestion in a previous episode? Because if so, my proverbial hat just tipped off to you because you nailed that prediction, my friend. So, uh, yes, and I think Steve and I both agree that Keo would have been really yes. cool. A lot Thank of people you, would have been cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also, two Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover. If McDonald's can get a controller, so can Danimals. Hey, no the argument is, for me, man. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, as you'll find out when we cover it, McDonald's actually isn't getting the controller, but still, they got closer than Danimals, and I say Danimals deserves a dual sense, a Danimal sense, uh, as it were. And uh, next is <laughs> next is $5 from Tim Ratchery. Uh Leaving this here to bring recognition to Max Dude's campaign to bring back Marvel vs. Capcom 2, hashtag free MVC2. Thank you, Tim, not only for yes. the donation, but for that yeah. reminder, because I did want to mention that, too. 
yes, uh, use that Maximilian dude has started this hashtag free MBC two to hopefully get it re-released on modern platforms uh, and not have to pay hundreds of dollars for a copy because it is, of course, one of the best, most influential fighting games of all time. So uh, if that interests you, use the hashtag free MBC two and let let Capcom and Marvel know respectfully, non-toxically, <laughs> that you want the game to be re-released. Maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Um, but we do have some news to get to today, so let's go ahead and move right on to that first news story that just has me so incredibly happy. Let's get that up on screen. <laughs> so, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania isn't even out yet, and it already feels like the gift that keeps on giving. We've already, we already know we got Sonic and Tails playable. There are going to be gyro controls. We just found out it's going to be 60 FPS, even in handheld mode. Uh, there are various accessibility options, all sorts of slow-mo, slow-mo mode and all that. Great stuff. Now we found out that Beat from Jet Set Radio is going to be playable. But not only that, when you play as Beat, all the bananas in each stage turn into spray cans. I yeah. <laughs> love this so much. I can't even deal with it. Um, it, I, I know. Oh, go ahead, Steve. I was going to say it makes zero sense, but no. I am yes. absolutely here <laughs> for it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I showed at Take the it. beginning before we started that I had my little Mega Man with me, and that's because I was digging around looking for my Beat figure so I could have him out here for the show. Because uh, uh, I think a few years back, like three years back, Sega released a Beat figure, and I was like, "Oh God, absolutely!" Like if if Jet Set Radio is involved with anything, I'll I'll basically buy that thing. And so, uh, you have to find a list of all the characters they've shown so far. It's because it's nuts how many they got in here. Yeah, go ahead. ahead, I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh no, I was just gonna say I'm I'm thrilled with you know the fact that they're not just uh, re-releasing these games, but they're actually just adding a ton of great content to them. I'm, I mean. I was sold from day one just hearing that we're getting Super Monkey Ball 1 and 2 back. But, right, yeah. you know, adding characters. And we know they haven't confirmed it. Oddly enough, they haven't confirmed it yet, but we know Sonic's coming as well um, from that website leak about a month ago. Oh, I yes, missed that. Sonic and Tails. No, Sonic yeah. and Tails are going to be playable. Uh, and, and we're talking about old school style, like Chubby Sonic and, and uh, Classic Tails. I love it. Uh, Steve's favorite version, yeah. Well, yeah, Fat uh, Sonic is the best. Yeah, exactly. Uh, follow DVD. the science. Derek and yeah. Steve and I have all talked at length about how excited we are about this game. But how about you? Are you a Monkey Ball fan? Or are you going to be picking this up? I put so much time into Super Monkey Ball 2 oh, yeah. on the GameCube. Uh, I love, love, love those games. Uh, I, I've i been kind of, I don't want to say disappointed, but it feels like none of the games since the GameCube ones have really captured that magic. And the fact that we're kind of getting these combined, the best games combined, remade, bunch of extra content. It's it's there for me personally. I I love it, and I love that they're throwing all these new characters and all these Sega references in. Uh, you know, I I know we're never ever ever getting a new Jet Set Radio because the with the universe is not so kind to us. But as long as we can be shown that Sega remembers, at least it it doesn't break my heart entirely. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I mean, as as Evernight, our good friend Evernight Studio says in the YouTube chat, put every Sega character in balls, and I completely agree. Right above that, Moon Knight says, "Put knights in it." Yeah, let's get knights and knights in balls, and put the, uh, put the put the Yakuza boys in balls. Let's yeah, do it. Yakuza boys. Let's <laughs> get guys uh, at this you know, point. Just do it. Let's get Streets of Rage characters in, in balls and turn all the yeah. bananas to like turkey, you know, or, or roasts or whatever. <laughs> you know, like whatever. There's so much you can do with this. Street chicken. Um, yeah. 
but I just I love it. Just seems like this is turning out to be a real love letter to various Sega franchises and Super mm-hmm. Monkey Ball. I think, as I mentioned before, it's just such pure distilled video gamey goodness, right? It is is mm-hmm. video games as video games get, and it really hark, harks back to that arcadey era of Sega, and you know that, that Sega specifically does and did so well. And I'm just so excited about this game. And uh, you know, you had me at playing a Sonic and Tails. It went really, as Steve said, you had me at bringing back super monkey ball one and two period but then you had me again at sonic and tails and then with the accessibility features and the gyro controls and now uh just all these other characters i mean like holy crap and again jet with with spray cans or uh, sorry uh beat with spray cans <laughs> i can't even deal well so it, it's even a level over to the entire monkey ball series because they also announced uh that a character named J- jam who i'm not even familiar with but i saw people like go, uh, saw somebody on twitter freaking out about it basically saying they put in this character named jam who was only in super monkey ball 3d as a playable character oh, and so cool. it, it's like apparently barely ever made an appearance but he's in this game because there's fans out there i suppose but there you That's go awesome. it's just like hey it was a monkey ball character it's in this game it seems it's crazy. That's nice. so cool. This is like slowly turning into a to a more uh, to like a Sonic and All Stars Racing transform transformed esque cast, <laughs> oh, where man. we're just getting all these different characters from different Sega franchises. And I say the more the merrier. Bring mm-hmm. Ryo Hazuki from Shin. I was about to say Ryo Hazuki yeah. in the ball, please. <laughs> it's just, yeah, bring it. it all. I, so, I liked uh, somebody. Somebody said we need Chibichiban in a ball. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's, that's yes. perfect. My beautiful puppy haired is... boy. <laughs> actually cheap oh, that's amazing i even thought about that but oh man that that's a whole new can of worms i could i could talk about forever but probably shouldn't because we do have to move on but uh just as a reminder super monkey ball banana mania does come out october 5th uh 2021 of course this yeah that's the soon. only big problem i have with it I because know. it's right yeah. next to metroid and it's yeah. like yeah metroid's gonna win that but oh yeah. i mean three I mean, solid days both. of monkey ball before metroid comes out though yeah. I feel like I yeah. could devote a 72-hour stint to Monkey Ball and then put <laughs> right. it on the shelf for a while. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, Dread yeah. isn't that long, so. Uh, Miss Gam 21 in the YouTube chat says, Hey, Ash, how about Amy and Monster Hunter Rise? Yes. Hell yes. I know that happened several days ago. Really cool news. I just, you know, as cool as that is, though, I just want another Okami game. Please, Capcom. Another Okami game, please. <laughs> um, before we move on, we do have a few more Super Chats. First, $4.99 from Super Deluxe Games Cast, of course, saying Final Fantasy VI. Just Final Fantasy VI. I wonder what and, might happen. Enjoy, enjoy your font mod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that font mod is so cool. We were already talking about, that, uh, about it on uh, Twitter earlier. Uh, oh, of course. Oh, sorry. This is a two-part uh, Super Chat. So the first no. one is Final Fantasy VI. And then the second part is is the best with another $4.99. Oh, my situation. gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you, John. John, thank you're my favorite much. boomer. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rob RNX with $5 saying Sonic and Tails and Monkey Ball. Cool. Beat. Rad. Ichiban and Jack Frost, though. I'd lose my mind. I need this, Sega. Yes. I think we all need it. We'll, we'll oh, all man. co-sign on that, Rob. Hell Jack, yeah. Jack Frost actually would be kind of perfect for that. Right. For that S&T representation. Agreed. Uh, and also Bongo Lover with two Canadian dollars saying uh, Kazuma Kiryu and Monkey Ball, please. Right? I think we all can easily agree that we really want this to happen. Sega, are you listening? Even if it's DLC, you know, you got me. If it's if it's Yakuza stuff, especially if it's Chibichiban, 
You got me by the balls there, <laughs> by the monkey balls. <laughs> by the monkey balls. <laughs> I'll pay for that. It's post-launch DLC. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, I could just hear my dad saying "Good night, everybody." After that, but uh, also four dollars and ninety-nine cents uh, from Synchro Lord, uh, saying it's funny that Sega is doing more for Monkey Balls anniversary than Sonic's. Yeah. You're not wrong, uh, but at least they're both doing more for the an- their respective anniversaries than Nintendo is for Rhythm Heaven, which we'll get to later. Uh, but we're not quite there yet. Um, so with all that said, thank you everyone so much for your donations. It really means the world to us. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to our next uh, news story, which is our first main story of the day, or a mixed story, if you will. So this is weird. Uh, a couple of days ago, McDonald's Australia... I just this is I just never thought I'd say the sentence, but McDonald's Australia revealed a Big Mac and Fries themed DualSense controller, and they said they're going to give some away as part of a Stream Week promotion, uh, which people were that that kind of like caused people to be like, "Is this cool? Is this not cool? Do we even want this?" But it turns out it doesn't matter because Tony then later stepped in and said, "Hey, no, you're not giving these away." And it turns out that these were never supposed to be seen by the public. This was a mistake made on McDonald's Australia's end. And this controller design, weird as it is, was only ever meant to be an internal concept and was not meant to be shared with the media, let alone shown publicly. So for those of you whose dreams of having a McDonald's-themed PS5 controller have been shattered, I'm sorry. This is not a thing that is real. Uh, Perhaps modders will make something that looks like it, but this is just – I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, DVD, you are our esteemed guest. What are, what yeah. are, what's your first reaction when you see this dual sense? Well, my first sense? my first reaction is that this controller is as available to most people as getting a PS5 itself. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's definitely an oopsie. Somebody internally was working on this idea of like maybe we could do this as a cross promotional marketing thing, and and it was never actually meant to. And then that leaks out. It's, it's, just, it's just very funny, and it's not a very good-looking controller, I don't think. Um, what? It's. Oh, I'm sorry. Like putting a burger on one side. There's. I am really, really picky about my controller designs. I like nice, clean, like consistent color patterns. I don't like this weird. We 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 wrapped a graphic around a controller kind of look. It's yeah. clean art. It is technically very well done. I just think right. the talent was not used for the right thing. But the weird um, thing to me is that if you take away the Big Mac and fries and just leave the rest of it there, it kind of almost reminds me of a Olympics controller, just because of the way that the, you have the. Gold I can kind of mess with that controller. White. If you got I rid of the burger that. and fries and the McDonald's logo on the touchpad, I could I could kind of mess with that controller. <laughs> See, uh, I, I actually like the design as is. I I, yeah. I just like tacky shit, though. I mean, like, I, <laughs> to me, it, I don't know. The burger and the fries, it, it's so wild and weird that I that I just come around from, like, being like, oh, God, it's so ugly, to then just liking it again. Uh, the one thing <laughs> right. I find really interesting, and I pulled uh, my DualSense for this, is how do you mod, like, the Wii-like buttons on these things? Like, I've seen mods coming out. In fact, I'm currently in the process of reviewing, like, an actual professionally modded PlayStation 5 controller that just arrived today. So, in process means I've opened the box. But, (laughs) um, and, and one of the things that I have not seen anywhere is being able to mod, like, the actual, like, clear buttons. So, I have a weird theory about this. 
in that McDonald's was actually going to like pitch this to Sony and be like, hey, we want you guys to make this controller. And Sony's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. Yeah. Because um, um, I, I don't know anybody that is actually making like color modifications to those clear PS5 buttons, but. Who knows? I, I, I would have liked it. I think it would have been a really cool conversation piece to have just like normal, super clean, like white controllers and then one with like a burger and fries on it. Like It's like the old days of the PS2 when you had a billion knockoff weird controllers. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. It's like the chainsaw controller. <laughs> like, yeah. I always I remember I was I was such a I horrible like host. I would have, you know, because you're younger, you don't have enough money to buy like on brand right. official shit. Like, so I would always buy like the one good controller, like the Nintendo branded controller, and then I'd have like the Mad Cats with the fans in the handles, and I'd be like, "Yeah, oh, welcome that's, to my that's home a, guest. This is your controller. half the size of a regular controller, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. L with a great point in the YouTube chat saying, "I don't know though. Controllers are greasy enough already, and I mean that is true. You got McDonald's fries and a Big Mac right on the controller already." I feel like that that amount of grease combined is just gonna is just gonna make it. <laughs> See, I I don't know if it's the pandemic or what, but I cannot pick up any device or a controller anymore without washing my hands first. I'm like, if I'm eating, I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not playing games for a while. Then I'm just gonna wait till I'm done, and then I've washed my hands again. I've I I was always a pretty like habitual like hand washer but now i'd say it's crossed over into like ritualistic territory at this point <laughs> yeah same <laughs> begin the ceremony yeah by the way i'm glad you brought it up steve because i'm looking for right now but i believe at the very top of our episode uh chris masterson in our live audience youtube chat said they got their first vaccine today hey so, congratulations for that thank um, you congratulations yeah congrats on getting your first vaccine chris Get out there, get vaccinated. We're so happy to hear you're going to be safe. That is awesome to hear. So, mm-hmm. uh, and thank you for letting us know, which is yep. really cool. Um, I love Lizard eighty one two eighty eight's comment here. How else am I supposed to have my controller smell like fries and depression? <laughs> oh, take it from me. You don't have to have a branded controller for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what I kind of. Um... Miss though, uh, we don't see from controllers anymore. The uh, clear ones where you can see the guts yeah. inside. Yeah, oh, that's always uh, fun. Bring back see-through colored. Yeah. Atomic yeah. purple N64 controller. Like bring back that specifically. Exactly. Yeah, that was very much a 2000 era thing. What wasn't it? Like that was oh, a yeah. cool thing at that. Yeah, at that time, and I remember everybody was doing it. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know how many people out there actually wanted this to be a thing. I have a, I have a feeling the number is fairly small. But to those of you out there who this was your dream come true controller, I'm sorry. I this mean, good on McDonald's happen. for trying to make it happen. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and Sony also went out of their way to, to state that there is no commercial relationship between Sony and McDonald's. So this, is, <laughs> this was not something that Sony had any interest in. This was in a pitch. This yeah, is going to replace yeah. the chicken sandwich wars. Now every fast food company is going to be trying to be the first company to get their branded dual sense controller. There you <laughs> go. That's my prediction. Um, the white well, whale. I can't, I can't unsee this now because even though those are supposed to be McDonald's fries on the controller, we have another $4.99 uh, super chat from super deluxe games cast saying, Whoa, Giles hairs on the controller. And now I can't unsee that. That is exactly what that looks like. <laughs> It's only appropriate. Uh, Giles' hair goes with everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. Only <laughs> for Fortnite, exactly. Um, so yeah, wacky Big Mac style controller. Um, I, I I really wanted to get this in here today because it's a fun story. It's weird and just something fun to uh, you know chat about. Because our next story, unfortunately, is back to the dumpster fire that is Activision Blizzard. However, uh, we're really just going to be delivering some updates on the overall situation. We're not going to be going into you know the allegations again. We don't need to. We've belabored that in the point uh, the sh- on the show already. And we don't want to break it down too much. So we're just going to give you some updates. And uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to that story and get that up on screen. So there have been a few uh, developments since we last reported on the ongoing lawsuit. Uh, Now former Blizzard president Jay Allen Brack has left the company uh, and is uh, now going to be replaced by Jen O'Neill and Mike Ibarra. Uh, Not necessarily great news on its own. Uh, There's not really any reason to think that Jay Allen Brack leaving is magically going to fix things. It won't. Um, And one of the reasons for that is, unfortunately, uh, Fran Townsend, who you may better know as the Bush administration's torture apologist, uh, remains in her role as the chief compliance officer at Activision Blizzard. Uh, And in in the midst of all this, she did the dumbest thing imaginable and shared an article called The Problem of Whistleblowing. Or something, something about the something yeah. casting whistleblowing, an, an argument against whistleblowing, or yeah, something like that. Light, an argument against whistleblowing, um, and she has now nuked her Twitter account following all the backlash she got from that. Yeah, that'll comment. fix Sorry. it. I yeah, want to right. sum this up in the easiest way possible. Uh, this guy leaving doesn't solve the issue because the no. person that hired Fran Townsend is still there. I want you to right imagine now. for a moment that you're interviewing a person. They're like, so. Uh, What'd you do in your last job? And they're like, well, I tortured people. <laughs> and you're like, you know I what? Torture was and great. it was awesome. I like it. And I <laughs> yeah. did it again. So yeah. it really does come down to, and the th- here's the thing. You need to get rid of Kotick. And yeah. you're just not, it's yeah. just not going to oh, happen. Kotick needs to go. Um, I'm also it starts there. Yeah. I'm also going to point out, uh, while so much of the conversation around what's going on at Activision Blizzard has focused on, you know, the bulk of it being about uh, misogyny and sexual harassment and abuse within the company there's also been an element of of racism to that uh and you know i hate to be the the debbie downer here but picking mikey barra is not making that any better uh mikey barra has famously been very very close to extremely toxic parts of the xbox community um you know i i hesitate to even tie them to you know that that brand or platform but um you know who would regularly include racist jokes as part of their horrifically racist jokes as part of their content and uh he'd still be in that chat tossing out codes being buddy buddy so that's not mm-hmm. that's not a good sign no honestly this this just seems to uh th- what i looked into this is less about trying to fix things it's the appearance of trying to fix yes. things because yeah. the Honest to God, uh, point of all this, it seems, is to get more control over Blizzard from Activision because Blizzard has enjoyed a bit of autonomy to the point that during their uh, whole uh, shareholder meeting that they had uh, the other day, uh, they showed how Blizzard kind of plateaued because they don't release a lot of games. And Activision's always kind of fought with that, trying to get them to release more to keep, you know, you know we need to you know make make more money we need more money so blizzard make you know make more games and they've always tried to get activision leaders in there and this has provided that excuse so it's less about um making things better it's more about activision getting control of blizzard fully so 
Mm-hmm. Nice. No, I'm this, glad you mentioned this is that, awful. That was, that was something <laughs> I was going to get to a little later. I'm glad you went ahead and got that in there because yes, there there is that element of it too. And uh, Moon Knight in our YouTube chat says, so bad even T-Mobile stepped out of their esports COD stuff. And that was actually something else we were going to get to. There is at least a little bit of a silver lining with how this is all going. Uh, because not only has T-Mobile uh, dropped out dropped their sponsorship of both the Overwatch and Call of Duty leagues, which, hey, T-Mobile customer here and happy about it. Proud of it, in fact, <laughs> that they're doing that, which is awesome. Uh, but also, an Activision Blizzard stakeholder has now sued the company uh, because of the crisis and are seeking class action over it. So more and more, it seems like, fingers crossed, that, there, that there's going to be some serious fallout for this. And I can only hope that the fallout for all the C-suite executives who are responsible for this is maximized. I know they're you mm-hmm. know, likely to be protected because of the way things work. Oh, yeah. They're, they're definitely throwing bodies out there. Like, here we go. We're getting yeah. rid of this guy. This makes it better, right? It's Yeah, exactly. They're and, pulling out the usual playbook. It's a matter of seeing whether it actually works or not, but hopefully not. Yeah. And Activision Blizzard employees, for their part, have flatly rejected Kotick's uh, nomination for an, a, uh, for a an outside service to come and do an internal audit uh, over the allegations. They, you know, they are not happy with, with who he's choosing. And, I mean, they're they're... I, I have so much respect for every rank and file employee at Blizzard or Activision Blizzard because of what they're going through, not only for the strike, but just that they are digging their heels in, knowing, you know, the, the backlash they could face, knowing the, the threats they already face because it's such a toxic environment there. I, I only wish there was more we could do. We have talked on the show before about the various charities you can support uh, if you want to stand in solidarity with the Activision Blizzard employees. And uh, we will make sure to link those in the description again today as well. We did uh, last time as well. We talked about this, but we'll do it again. Um, But yeah, this is just going to keep evolving. We'll see what happens. Really hoping Activision Blizzard suffers major fallout over this. Yeah, I mentioned Uh, this last week when we had you on SDGC Live. uh, But the one hope spot I have in this is that we did learn about all this initially because the state of California is filing a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. And that is something different than what has happened with like Ubisoft or Riot or a bunch of these other companies where we learn about these kinds of allegations. So this is the process is actually already further along than it usually gets. And that gives me hope. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, that's all I got. I was going to say, usually there's a target for people who are, you know, protective of these kind of companies uh, can focus on, but there's not here. It's yeah. just, yeah. you know, the state of California. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, as Steve was saying earlier, there's no one person you can remove to make this better. It doesn't, it's not just one person. It's the entire top brass. And I just got to get rid of that C-suite. Mm. Yeah, we, we just need like we need a Hulk or somebody to to come and just pick up the whole building, turn it over, <laughs> shake it out, and just start from the beginning. Shake out all the top brass because it's just it's it's a rot that that, that goes so deep in the company. It's not just one person, but getting rid of Bobby Kotick would certainly help, I think. Uh, but it wouldn't change the uh, or fix the problem by itself. Uh, but yeah, be a good well, start. We continue. <laughs> Sorry, it would be a good start. Exactly. Uh, but as we said before, we will continue to report on the developments of, of the ongoing allegations and lawsuit, even though we're not going to be covering Activision Blizzard games uh, out of solidarity with those who have been wronged by the company. Uh, but before we move on, we do have a couple of super chats to get through. Uh, first is Kane Woolley with five New Zealand dollars. Wow, New Zealand saying, hey, guys, been following you for the better part of a decade. 
Love listening to the VODs and post shows while running the dog. Sending much love from NZ. That's awesome. Man, it's it's always so cool hearing from fans around the world. It's, it always amazes me uh, just how far sometimes we are able to reach. So uh, thank you. It's very flattering to know we have fans all over the world, Kane. And thank you so much for your donation. Uh, and yeah, have a great time running your dog because dogs are awesome. <laughs> uh next is four dollars and 99 cents from sapphire saying just saying hello well hello right hello. back to you and thank you for yeah. the donation um i i <laughs> yeah. do want to take just a quick moment because i received a few messages from sapphire today and i wasn't sure if uh oh, sure. they would be in the audience and i wanted to just kind of let people know what's going on there uh so sapphire reached out to me today to let me know that their son uh, who is four years old is uh, undergoing some pretty pretty serious medical trouble right now. Oh, no. um, has had four open heart surgeries at just four years old, um, and is currently uh, in the hospital with viral pneumonia, and and unfortunately it's separated uh, from Sapphire right now because of just how serious things are. And Sapphire has other th three other children that they need to take care of during this time. So uh, they're not asking for anything. There's not like a GoFundMe or anything like that. But if you guys could show Sapphire some love, uh, you know, obviously we hope your child gets better and the two of you are reunited Lord. as soon as humanly possible. I uh, just want to let you know, we're thinking about you. We care about you. And uh, we, we certainly hope that there's a good uh, result for all of this. I hope your child gets gets back to being you know happy and healthy and that you guys are back together again very soon uh so yeah that's yeah. all i wanted to say uh you know if if you run into sapphire on our discord or even here in the youtube chat or wherever just just let them know that uh you know we we care about them and that we're we're pulling for their kid to get better soon absolutely That'd absolutely we all love you here through. sapphire and uh i was not aware of that steve so thanks for letting us know yeah thank um mm -hmm. sapphire all, all our love to you all the best we're sending you all the good vibes we have and uh, we hope you're able to be reunited with your son very soon. Um, and just, yeah, we love you. And, and we hope that doing TNT and stuff like this helps take the edge off just a little bit uh, for you as you go through this really difficult time. So hang in there, and we're all pulling for you and your son. And we love you. Uh, so, yeah. Well, with that said, uh, we do have a couple of more news stories to chat about. So... Uh, let's get this. Uh, this is a tales of something being just really damn refreshing. So let's get that up on screen. So uh, the producer for Tales of Arise, Yusuke Tomizawa, has uh, said in a recent broadcast about the game that there is going to be no. Uh, not only is there not going to be any post-launch story DLC, but the game is going to be going to be released as a complete story with no sequel or prequel hooks, uh, and it's also not going to be related to any other games in the series. Though that part isn't necessarily that surprising. Uh, but I just find this to be so refreshing in today's day and age of, of post-launch DLC, story DLC leading into another game that may or may not have been announced yet. Nah, Tales of Arise is keeping it old school. It's going to be a complete story. No sequel hook at the end. No post-launch story DLC. You get the whole game right in the box, and there you go. And I love that. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Yep. One of the worst things to happen to video games in the last you know however long now since the hd era i would say in general started is this need to try to make things into multimedia projects preemptively and like not every game needs to be pre-planned as part of a trilogy with an animated series tie-in yeah. and uh and a, a made for <laughs> made for web movie i'm not specifically trying to call out final fantasy 15 here but 
like, God, yeah. but but this has happened too often, right? Where games, I mean, EA did this a lot with with you know like Dead Space, and we've seen this with you know like Mass Effect, and and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and it's it's really refreshing when you can make something something big, story driven, and go the entire experience is here. Have fun. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the vibe of the Tales of series usually, anyway. But it's nice yeah. to know that's not changing. I, I, I'm yeah. seeing uh, Rob Arman X in the in the uh, live chat saying how apparently Tales of Zestaria did not get yeah. a good. Nah. Uh, yeah, apparently was that the last one or is it before the one before? I don't know what the last Tales of game before uh, Rise was. Um, I think. I don't remember if Zestiria or Berseria was the most recent one. Um, hmm. It's been a while, but I, uh, Ooh. I, I, I totally feel you though because um, oh, the latest was uh, Tales of Berseria. Okay, um, so there you go. Uh, yeah, the I've seen that happen with the multimedia. The, like, let's do this thing because uh, you know. Bring it back to Castlevania. I actually like the Lords of Shadow games, but the way they uh, did it, uh, no wonder Lords of Shadow 2 had a bit of an issue because not only was uh, the actual transformation of the character into Dracula, into Dracula, you know, the, the event happening not take place during the main game. You had to see it through DLC, but <laughs> the uh, st- setup for a lot of stuff in Lords of Shadow 2 took place in a 3DS game. Yes, so, everyone I've met who didn't like Lords of Shadow 2 didn't play Mirror of Fate. And it's mm-hmm. no wonder, because they put yeah. necessary plot details there. It kills me. Yeah, and they had no recap. That's the crazy thing, is there's no recap. They just go right into it. Yeah. So if you hadn't played the DLC or that or the uh, the 3DS game, you start up that game as like, why is the character from the last game all of a sudden Dracula? Why is right. Alucard here? We haven't been introduced yet. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's amazing Kingdom Hearts doesn't suffer from that. I mean, it kind of does, but I think fans have kind of gotten... They've been trained at this point that they need I, to I look at every... Conditions. Yeah. I don't know. What's what's happening? Chain of Memories <laughs> wasn't big. Like, not enough big things happened in Chain of Memories to make it necessary, but they were able to get it the squeak by enough, but yeah. I don't know. I, I would actually say I talked to quite a few people who, who skipped straight to Kingdom Hearts 2 from, from 1 and didn't play Chain of Memories and were inc- left incredibly oh, I know because of it. Oh, I know. I'm, sa- I'm saying that. I mean, there's there's a lot of confusion, but I think there's somewhat. I don't know. It's dumb. It's weird. Uh, Juan, to answer your question in live audience chat saying, is it no sequel or DLC a bad thing? I mean, it depends on how you look at it, right? I just think it's, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm someone who just played and loved ff7 remake uh, episode intermission like i'm all about post-launch story dlc and sequels i mean i'm a huge kingdom hearts fan like derek but i just think there's something really refreshing in 2021 in in this sea of post-launch dlc and how games can't just come out they have to have a whole timeline of post-launch content laid out at launch and that's fine like monster hunter story uh monster hunter stories 2 just did that plenty of games do that and that's fine that's kind of the way things are now but that's why it makes it to, at least to my mind refreshing that a game can just come out in 2021 kind of like the old days the old days and just be a complete experience in the box and you don't have to wonder if you're signing up for a three game series or a universe or whatever you're just getting <laughs> a game that has a self-contained story you don't have to worry about sequel hooks or, or post-launch story dlc i just think it's refreshing that's all yeah i'll, I'll be honest I fucking hate sequel hooks. 
in, in like in movies it's bad enough because they're like hey you'll find out what happens in like two years and with video games they're like hey you'll find out what happens in like five years <laughs> we're, yeah. we're gonna develop a whole other rpg and and in some cases they do that and then they're just like that didn't sell well at all <laughs> so, yeah exactly I mean, we had these plans, but it didn't sell well, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I enjoy a good sequel hook, but but at the same time, as Steve said, they can be incredibly frustrating when you just know that you've got years now to wait. And well, that, I mean, that's that's been... Oh, go ahead, there. Well, just t- talking to you, Ash, imagine if Kingdom Hearts had bombed and the first game had ended the way oh, it did. Oh, no. yeah. I can't imagine. I can't. Yeah, to, to, to have that to have that be the last thing you see in Kingdom Hearts would be heart heartbreaking. Um, so yeah. <laughs> you leaned into that one a little more I than sure I did. Yeah, I, I sure did. I, I did. Well, I, I kind of came out. Kind of came to me as I said it. I'm like, oh, hearts heartbreaking, fun. Um, I didn't plan it, but and, oh, as Lizard eighty one two eighty eight says, Mega Man Legends three. I mean, that's we've all lived this unfortunate mm. situ- situation where we do get a sequel hook that is never going to get followed up on. And yeah. It's... Everybody has that game that they were really into and they're like, Oh, I can't yeah. wait for the sequel. And it never comes. Yeah. Derek, I know one that probably still hurts for you as much as, as much as it does for me is enslaved. I was Honestly, just was. thinking about that. Yeah. I was like, God, uh, enslaved was a good game. Oh, it was so good. And that mm. ending was amazing. Get them and back on that after Hellblade two. Yeah. Yeah. Just I make it slave too. I don't care. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, I would love to see that, that universe come back, but yeah, so more and more, this just makes me wish I had time to play Tales of Arise because it seems like it's really one of the, as a casual Tales of fan, kind of from the outside looking in, it seems as though this is the most exciting Tales game in quite a while. And and it really is doing a lot that makes me want to play it. I don't expect to have the time to, but it just yeah. seems like it's going to be a good time. And oh, wait, oh, here we go. Mick, you, Narukami, Dual Sense Edition in the YouTube chat. Perfect example. Deus Ex Mankind Divided sequel bait hurts me so bad. Yeah, oh. that that ending is <laughs> They cut that game painful. in half and then yep. never made the second half. Yeah. It is physically painful knowing how that game ended and knowing we're never gonna get a third Adam Jensen game. And oh, me, small. It, oh, apparently so this also revealed a bit more about the the game itself. Apparently the, the skits uh, will be more interactive and feature unique cutaways during segments, which I remember the kits from yes. playing Sym- Symphonia, which that's interesting that they have a little bit more um, going on there. Yeah. Uh, and then apparently there's leisure activities being shown includes cooking and camping and they'll be able to fish in the game to obtain hybrid fish, which creates better dishes, which I don't know what these do, but Hey, fishing and cooking and all that stuff. It's, it's nice. It's cool. I have fishing in every game. That's yeah. just how it works. Ocarina of Time, like, kind of yeah. mostly began that trend, yeah. Um, but as a reminder, uh, Tales of Arise is releasing for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. God, that's so soon. I know, wow. so soon. It's the day before my birthday and a week before yours, man. Ugh. Yeah. I was thinking, I like, so fast. I had another several months. Wait, were we all born within 30 days of, well, you know, our, our birthdays within Wait, 30 really? days of each other? Uh, August 20, 9 9. 9 17. Wow. So, yeah, within one, <laughs> within one month. That's amazing. Not, not you too, right, DVD? That couldn't be. I'm, I'm, I'm an early June baby, so no. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. I'm just a little further away. This is what, this is why you're not part of, uh, GBG. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only that reason, the honestly. Reason. Yeah. That's, you gotta be within that month. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 
before before we continue on, not to hijack the show entirely, but we haven't gotten to do this in a while. I have a piece of breaking news. Ooh. Ooh. Everybody, welcome Kane Woolley to the EP squad, upping his pledge Woo! from $5 to $25. Thank you Dang, so, thank you so much, much for your generosity. We appreciate you. Yes. And uh, I will I will get your name added to the credits right now. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much, Kane. And we're looking forward to you hopefully being able to join us for our two executive producer gaming streams this month. As a reminder, we do two. Uh, we do play with our EPs and up uh, two times a month and would love to have you join us for that. And we'll, we will be issuing the dates for uh, August's streams very soon so look forward to that and yeah glad to have you as part of the ep squad man uh all right well before we move on to our final news story we do have one more super chat from rob arman x with for five dollars saying infinite undiscovery fans really hurting with that sequel bait and i'm just gonna have to take your word for that because i didn't play infinite undiscovery no but that's really a shame if that's the case and i'm sure it is bummer (laughs) um i do still love that name that is the most i mean next to like square enix shit like and and all the weird kingdom hearts names infinite undiscovery is the most ridiculous bullshit anime name for a game i've maybe ever heard (laughs) what does that even like just think about it parse what does that even mean we're never gonna find everything ash it's impossible hell yeah yeah. I love I love nonsense names, man. Me too. Me too. Days Days of Future Past. Like, what are you even What are you even saying, man? That's nothing. Yeah. Give me <laughs> Give true. me string words together that scan with a ton of confidence and power, but mean nothing. I love it. Uh, I mean, it is yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, also, another uh, donation just came in. Twenty dollars from oh Megan gosh. Conrad. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Megan Conrad. And I love your Mega Man Trigger uh, icon, by the way saying, I don't attend many TNT episodes live nowadays because I enjoy listening to the VODs at work the next morning. Just wanted to drop a quick donation and say thank you to you guys for everything you Aww. do. Well, thank you for so much for letting us know, and we we're so glad that you enjoy the VODs at work. And thank you for supporting us and just being part of the community, man. We really appreciate you, and thank you so much for the donation. Absolutely. Uh, then finally, we have $5 from Watcher TL saying, uh, when the series was annualized, Tales of Zillia's universe ended up being split between two games. On the flip side, they took their time with this. So that's yeah, a hopefully great it's good. example of it. Yeah, there's a great, that's a great example of it. You know, not there are different ways to look at the approach of having a standalone release with no sequel. Could be good or bad. And there are ways, of course, to make multi-game, uh, you know, anthologies work, as it were. So yeah. uh, thank you so much for the donation, Watcher. And uh, we have talked on this show before about the, the, the person who's hosting Day It Is tends to slightly hijack the news to favor things they're, they're really hype about. And so I, I pulled that card with this last story, I fully admit. But I just think this is really cool. Uh, so let's go ahead and get that up uh, on screen. So if you're a hardcore Rhythm Heaven fan like me, you may re- remember that last year uh, an incredibly talented group of creators came together to uh, make something called Rhythm Heaven Reanimated. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it as soon as the show is over because it is truly amazing. It's truly amazing. And so that team have returned with a uh, Karate Man tribute. Karate Man, of course, being the first ever minigame in the first Rhythm Heaven game. And so it is a three and a half minute tribute to the Karate Man minigame. And it's basically done in all these different art styles synced to the Karate Man music. It is incredibly well done, just like the original Rhythm Heaven reanimated video. And... I just wanted to spotlight this incredible team because 
the work they've done is amazing. And they're doing way more for Rhythm Heaven's 15th anniversary this year than Nintendo probably even thought of. I don't even know if they remember it's Rhythm Heaven's 50th anniversary. <laughs> so uh, have any of you been able to watch this prior to the show? No, I'm I actually did. kind of watching it right now. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I watched uh, it and I was... because. Uh, so, so for those of you that don't know, the little titles that are at the bottom of the screen here, I write them. So I'm having to like, when, when we get a video, I have to at least watch some of it to know what the hell it is. Um, and I was really impressed at first. I was like, oh man, is this like a new game? Is Ash finally getting a Rhythm Heaven game? Because it looks <laughs> very high quality. And I, I'll admit I was a little deflated to find out that it isn't just because I would have been really hyped for you. I, my experience with rhythm heaven is that uh i played it once at an arcade in phoenix because there was a rhythm heaven arcade game that released in japan and i was like oh import arcade game and i'm drunk let's play this <laughs> and uh one rhythm heaven is very hard to play when you're inebriated and two it is uh <laughs> delightful in that wario kind of way so i would absolutely play a new one if it came out but uh, the video itself is really cool. I, I really like the uh, different yeah. animation styles they cycle through as the video goes on. Mm -hmm. There's some really, really, really. Uh, good-looking ones. Uh, reanimated projects are always a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, th there's, I've never actually played uh, Rhythm Heaven myself, but I know how much of the fan base is just so creative because there's all those where they took the Rhythm Heaven style of game uh, gameplay and attach it to other things like other animated projects and just matching up the music or whatever they do. And it's, it's cool. It looks fun. I think there's one like golfing. I, I forget some of the uh, fan ones that have been out there where they've kind of matched up that similar kind of music and just making it work. And I, I love the passion. I'd love for a new one to come out so I could actually check out the series, but I just, I haven't had that opportunity yet. Need to pour something to switch. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> What's right? the hold yeah, up? Seriously. Yeah, I don't right. think I realized you'd never played a Rhythm Heaven game, Derek. Nope, not once. Wow, I didn't realize that. What about you, DVD? Are you into the series at all? Oh, I love them. I love them Hell so yeah. much. They're, I mean, again, it's that it's that WarioWare kind of energy where if you if you deal with ADHD, the fact that you're just sitting here like, oh, a new thing, oh, new thing, oh, a new thing, <laughs> every ten seconds or so, it's just very fun. I love them. They're full of full of charm, full of personality. I loved the original one of these Rhythm Heaven reanimated videos that they put out. Um, I have yet to see the Karate Man one specifically, but I, I know it's going to be excellent because the last yeah. one was. So, mm. Well, uh, I, I don't know what you're up to these days, but the position for uh, or GVG co-founder named Derek, who has played a Rhythm Heaven game, just opened. <laughs> and so, wow! <laughs> well. Kidding, of course. <laughs> kidding, of course. Our... our, our Beloved Derek Bittner's irreplaceable. Channel's about to go down gotta... in flames over here. Yeah, exactly. Right, I was like, exactly. well, looking, gotta get yeah. start prepping that resume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But play Rhythm Heaven game, Derek. Damn, man. Play one. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just really all, all the love and respect to this team of creators who made Rhythm Heaven reanimated. And now the Karate Man short because they really oh. are just so incredibly talented uh well here you go ash uh amy just uh, got it popped into the uh, live chat saying omg oh. you have to play my copy of rhythm heaven some kind of mix i bought it due to ash thank uh, you so she listens to you better than i do <laughs> I, I i appreciate that amy you are you truly are that is, better that is simultaneously both surprising and not 
right. Well, thank you for keeping Derek uh, on the right track, as it were, keeping on keeping him on the up and up, making sure he plays all the right games. We really appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Um, so before we wrap up, I do want to address the fact that I know a few of you have been talking about a new Smash leak that appears to have just come out. Uh, but because because it, I've looked into this while we're talking, because it comes not. from a credible leaker potentially, I'm not comfortable just talking about it without any warning. So we'll probably wait to see how this develops and maybe cover it on Friday, depending on how it develops. That is good because I don't know what you're talking about. I can't okay. keep <laughs> doing the ups and downs of Smash leaks, y'all. Yeah, and They're so just... infrequently correct, but the, the few right. times they are, it, it blows the internet up and... Uh... Uh, I need, I need uh, to know what we're what we're talking about here. I'm I'm interested. Here, I'll I'll send this to you. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. can send it, that'd be so, perfect. Um, uh, here, I'll post it in our green room. One second, but yeah, so we won't this, say that anything specific. But uh, right. this leaker, the, I haven't had a chance to look into it you know, like detailed. But this leaker apparently has a history of having gotten a lot of things right. They got Dante as a me costume. Uh, correct. They apparently have gotten a lot correct, so I need to look into this more, but they did just maybe leak the final DLC fighter. Who knows if they're right or not, but just in case they are right, I don't know if I want huh. to say it. I can, so, I can mess with this. Personally, I'm down yeah. if that's what it is, but again, just for people who are trying to avoid spoilers, if this person is right, I don't want them to be pissed. Said, they... The leak is from the same person who leaked or somehow predicted Pirate and Mithra as well as Kazuya. Right, and Ozzy is a little bit more of the the long the long haul. I yeah, think. that's that's yeah. that's the harder prediction. And, I feel like yeah, that. But also saying that Pyro Mithra is going to be by themselves, no Rex, because I always expected Rex to be along Which with us. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, though, the, this person also says there's apparently another character coming after this character, meaning that if they are right, that it isn't actually the end. But again, this is all speculative. We don't know. This person might be completely wrong. Maybe they got lucky with Pyra and Mithra and Kazuya somehow. Um, we don't know. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> the know. more I read into this about what comes after this next character, it's like mm, I'm starting to not yeah. believe this. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna go either way, but I don't I'm, think so. The fact I'm that they're saying in, in yeah uh, on the other end of this, like I don't, I don't buy this. Yeah, yeah the fact just, that they're I saying that there's gonna someone. be another fighters pass. I just, I don't that know, man. I just that don't like just yeah, yeah. I, I have not, I have not, it has been, I'm trying to think, five or six years that I, that since I've worked for Nintendo, and I am, I still get anxiety <laughs> dealing with Smash stuff. Yeah. Like, I believe it. <laughs> right. The same. I hear you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. This, this reads more and more like a wish list to me the more I look into it. But just in case, just to play it safe. You know, we don't want to. You never know. You never know. You never know. I feel horrible if you found out offhand from a leaker who happened to be right. I just. On TNT. I can't see Fighters Pass 3 when when Sakurai has been so adamant. Same. Same. Yeah. So we'll see. Because they're doing it without Sakurai. The the leak (laughs) that I read. I I don't know. I don't believe it for a couple of reasons. But I just. Don't turn this into like grinch leak 2.0 please i don't i don't need that much that many smash fans in my inbox ever again yeah yeah same so yeah if you're curious you can you know just google smash ultimate leaks you'll find exactly what we're talking about 
but we'll see how it all turns out. But I agree with you guys. It's, this is likely probably not correct, in my opinion. Uh, but who knows? We'll see. I certainly would be happy if we got a Fighter's Pass Volume 3, assuming Sakurai gets to take a vacation, which he I, I would. It just would also mean that the the train would have to continue rolling. And well, eventually, this ride has to stop. Yeah. Does, it Does it have to stop? I, I say let's just keep it going until, I mean, the day. I, I want to be wondering who the next Smash Ultimate is. I want is off Mr. Bones' wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, that uh, that about does it. That brings us to the end of the show. And, on time. Uh, this is, yeah, on time. We, we we're getting better going. at this. We're getting, we're getting better at this. So uh, thank you all so much for joining us. But as always, before we head out, uh, DVD, our very awesome, wonderful, kind, special guest, please tell uh, our audience where they can find you on the internet, man. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch and all various places at Derby City Derek. Uh, you can also follow SDGC Superlux Gamescast, the show that I feature on frequently and produce for frequently uh that's just official sdgc on again twitter twitch most various platforms awesome very cool well thank you so much for joining us again today it's it's been a genuine pleasure and honor having you on and we would love to do it again oh absolutely this was a lot of fun i i would love to do this again and i can't i can't wait for the opportunity to arise to actually get to see uh a couple of you in person again and and one yes. of you for the first time uh you know when things yeah. are safer so us too man Sounds we're good. looking forward to that for sure and uh and all of you sgdc fan or sorry sdgc fans out there it's a lot of consonants it's fine yeah. <laughs> uh, there should be a lot of you out there because it's an awesome show uh and, and the whole crew are, are wonderful people we are going to be having uh the rest of the team uh here right here on tnt in upcoming episodes so look forward to that it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, but before we head out, we do have one final super chat. Uh, 10 Canadian dollars from Spinny X, who says, Hey guys, late super chat here. Just wanted to say thank you for the shout out on Karate Man Reanimated. Kevin and the rest of the collaborators, Aww. me being one of them, really appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, that is awesome. Thank nice. you so much, Spinny. And I'm so glad that I was able to, to or, you know, reach out to someone or, or hear from someone who actually worked on the project. You all are so incredibly That's talented. awesome. Yeah, and, and thank you so much. That for is really cool. It's really well done. Them, really? Yeah, it's really, really well done. So much respect to you. So thank you very much. And uh, with that, we have reached the end of the show. So as always, thank you so much to uh, everyone in our Patreon audience and our YouTube audience for joining us. We love doing this with you guys three, three days a week so much. And uh, of course, as always, though, a special thank you to our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen, period. Because without you, it would not be happening. So genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. We love doing this with you, and we wouldn't be able to if it weren't for you. Uh, but with that said, of course, an extra special thank you to all of our uh, patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, awesome, incredible folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Armand X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Echo Carroll, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Sapphire, Azran127, Pagrima, Kim Rule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, 
Charlie Bird, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Aurum M, Brady Power, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Deanith, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, HAB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Darik, Ray Clausen Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Hokamaniac55, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, and our newest executive producer, Kane Woolley. Thank you all so much for your incredible support of the channel. We love you so much. And as a reminder, you can find us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where we offer a variety of tiers, ranging from $1 a month all the way up to $400 a month if you'd like to sponsor TNT. But we do offer a variety of tiers for, you know, for all different monetary amounts, and we offer a bunch of really cool perks at each level. So if that interests you, head on over to Patreon and check us out there. But even if you can't uh, support us on Patreon and you can just support us here on YouTube, that does mean the world to us. If you could like, subscribe, ring that notification bell, every little bit truly does help as we seek to grow and grow and just onward and upward. So uh, thank you again, everybody, so much. And we will see you on Friday for episode 119 of today's news tonight. Until then, everybody, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.